Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the next big thing. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor and go check out the website at PlumInvestmentGroup.com. Yo, happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. I'm uh, I'm wondering if people are going to be thrown off by that intro you had there. And I'm sure the title will say the same, you know, the next big thing. Because typically when something like that comes out of the mouth of a Casual Friday host. Oh, it's some kind of project <laughs> some giveaway kind of project thing. giveaway thing. And it's not that away today. It's uh, it's not. No, 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 it's not. It's it's not a. Uh, it's not a. Hey, we're dropping this on you. There's no. This kind of feel kind of clickbaitish. <laughs> uh, I, maybe I just worded it wrong though. I don't think you worded it wrong. I like the way you worded it. I think, I think that it's. I think it's more entrepreneurial in spirit, and I. This comes from a, a place of conversation with somebody in my office the other day. Yes, it might be more of a. What's the next big thing? What is the next big thing? Yeah, what. The yeah. next big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and I, I love the fact that after we've seen over the last six years in this niche, we've seen things pop up and it's the 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 spice of the moment. It's white hot in everybody's opinion, and that's the next thing they're going to do. There are definitely a lot of things. I mean, it, and they seem to change over time. I think right now, like, subdivides are real hot. We, we are getting blown up in that coming off the master class, you know, weekend, which was pretty freaking cool. yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I I uh, so let's say the ten guys out of that class, I would be willing to bet forty percent of them have never stepped foot on a piece of property they sold. Period of any piece of property, their property they've sold, yeah. like they bought and sold. Right, right. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I don't know. I I uh, surely I, not a fifteen hundred acre one. Well, I well that's where I'm kind of I'm walking <laughs> through this. You're jumping the gun here, Mister Southie. There's a uh, there is a there there was a cool like there's a cool thing in any live event. You know you you see stuff, but this one's so more intimate and more of a a um experience to get you some tactical knowledge like like and, and i'm gonna quote trevor here i just want you to taste it breathe it smell it touch it kind of yes that's what you would have it but the cool thing was you take 10 people their their holdups their reserves their reservations the things that they they haven't seen are not they're never the same and seeing those light bulbs click at different times it was really cool yeah we've been talking to these people almost basically every day the yep. entire master class but when you meet them all in person and get to spend the whole weekend with them, I mean, we have this this house. Shout out to the JL Bar Ranch. I know they probably don't listen, but if you hey, ever get a chance to go to the JL Bar, you should I, definitely need to take it. I may have reached out to Mr. James Archer. I'm not saying I did. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't. I'm just saying we might be friends now. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Well, Mr. Archer, you have a beautiful um, resort ranch thing there. Like anybody, we got the archer's nest yeah. photos do no justice to yeah, this place that's the closest thing to a dream house i've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah. and not even because it's like just this big massive multi-billion dollar gigantic thing on the in california highway no that was just like it was super livable it was beautiful it was just yeah. tranquil i guess it's probably the better word for it in my opinion yeah. tranquil huge just really nice and anyway where i was going with all that was get to spend the weekend in that house with the guys yeah and, you know it's 
really learn about each one of them individually and get to know them better and meet some of them in person that I've never met before. Yeah. Like, just a great weekend. Got to hug some guys. I needed to give a hug for a few years now. We got to see them kind of go through their business. Some of them we've watched go from never land investing to full-time land investor to master class participants. So, you know, that we, we, so the question today, what's the next big thing? And I, and I say that transition, it's happened over the six years. We've talked CRMs, you know, and, you know, Jesse Kwan over at uh, the Pebbles, theirs is moving along well. Um, we've seen some of the old ones that have been around, you know, so you're seeing these younger guys come in with technology. We talked to Max all weekend because he's part of the master class from Priced and seeing that innovation happen, that was new. Uh, he worked hand-in-hand -hand with us and him and Ryan, they worked hand-in-hand -hand with us to get that launched. We see things like that, you know, your, your software is to look up parcels. I remember looking up legal descriptions. And I, I, I'm trying to think, like, okay, what, where do you go next? Like, what's the next big thing in this niche or just as an investor in this niche is kind of looking like, okay, what do I do next? Yeah. When you brought this up, I immediately – different things came to mind. Okay. So I think it kind of depends on where you are. Yeah. At least from what I'm looking at, the way I'm looking at it. depends on where you are in this niche. Okay. Like, if you're new, uh -huh. well, your next next newest thing might be going from desert squares to bass boat properties. Okay. Because – I very few people, I think, are going to jump in right from the beginning trying to buy 1,500-acre subdivides. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I would think that that's a little overwhelming unless you have a background in that, like something similar, like you're a landman or your family has been doing this. But, no, it's, you know, speaking of that is when we dropped Coffee Money Real Estate, you know, our Coffee Money Real Estate mm -hmm. Investing all those years ago, that so many people bought so many of those that they have made, you know, six figures buying his $50 properties with their coffee money. Mm -hmm. Is that book still out there on Amazon? <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. It doesn't, it's not relevant today. I just never took it down. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to say I have a book on Amazon. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm selfish. Maybe I need to go in and I'm pretty sure it's still in our funnel. Yeah. I think you can still buy it. Yeah, I think so. Um, wow. We're so <laughs> old now. We don't even remember if we got books out there that are published or not. Uh, so, you know, I, I start, so I'm trying to think like, what's that next big thing? What's the next idea that could be for somebody and so and kind of get the mind started and you know i was sitting at the desk yesterday and i was talking to to rachel and she she was telling me you know i, I feel like i'm an entrepreneur and i want to chase this work for myself and i said it, kind of my comment back was i think a lot of people are entrepreneurial they have an entrepreneurial spirit but a lot of them don't take that and and, and a true entrepreneur really solves a problem you know we talked about mr archer and his story that we heard from several different people about him having a customer that needed they're about to blow up and he saw it his boss told him to just do sell the business. Don't worry about helping him. And he went and started his own business so he could handle it the way he wanted to. And $650 million exit later, he solved a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about the CRM guys. They solved a problem. The parcel software guys, they've solved a problem. So what is next? And like, I guess I would ask the question, what problems do you have in your business and how do we fix it? Yeah, I know for me, the problem is people got money and I need it. So <laughs> You just want money? <laughs> no, no, no. I just, all in jokes there. But, you know, there's um, a part to that where you're thinking, okay, well, what can I do to, you know, maybe solve a bigger problem? And I don't necessarily think problem is a word, but, like, for us, it's like, okay, how can we do more parcels, less uh, hassle or whatever, right? It's okay. like instead of sending ma tons and tons of mail, it's like, let me buy one huge property and cut it into 12 okay, so, pieces. Okay, so you're, so you're, you're talking the subdivide side. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, I do think that you, when you said money, I started thinking fun. Like, I, you know, we did, it started plum early on, but as that model's changed and 40 or 50 people are doing private money deals now, is it, is it an option to go in and put a fund together? Is that the, is that the thing to where, 
you know, you talk about having more and more money you have to do stuff with and getting more parcels. Is it good to give somebody money and make 15, 16% and just kind of be passive in it? Is it, is it a, is it, is the next big thing is how do we get into the bank charters and get FDIC money to where we can put it to the land investors with limited restrictions, you know, like shit, lightstream.com for just based on your credit, you can get a hundred grand on a signature that, that right there. So that, that brings in the question is cheaper, more patient money. Like how do you, how many times could you turn a hundred grand if you had eight years to pay it back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a bit. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, you, you would think that your, your business is 10 times more. So how do you get a piece of that as the, as the entrepreneur in this? And you know, if you do a bunch of these deals, or you build this tool and you have excess cash, what do you do? You know, you're an entrepreneur, what's passive, what's good, what's out there. And what's that next big thing? What is it? Well, we're not be able to answer that, but <coughs> there is that part of business where they say like, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. Like if you're still stuck buying and selling land the way you were, five years ago. Okay. You're going to quickly phase out of this because yep. mail counts are up. There's more people in it. There's more people coaching it. Like okay. you've got to start doing something else, you okay. know, whether that's I'm going to mail and cold call or mail and text and cold call. Like I, you've, you've got to start adding. I personally think that is the next, that is the next big thing is dialing in that sequence for that full contact. And I, I know that rocket print has something with that and you can use our link to get a discount on it, but I, I don't think it's dialed all the way in yet, but I think that it's close and I think that we're getting there. And I think me personally, I think the combo one, two postcard letter text message is going to be a, a combo there that is going to be the difference maker between your three and 4,000 letters to get one property to a, uh, you know, you dialing it back down to what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're talking about the thing that they get a letter, send them to a website. Yeah, so then, you're automatically tracked, and they have postcards on the back end. Yeah. But you can add one step further to that and use, like, smart con- or constant contact or um, a text messaging campaign and send a text message out and get and dial in some of that, too. I mean, you yeah. did that on Project 2, mm-hmm. and for 400 additional bucks, y'all picked up, what, four more properties? I can't remember exactly how many came from text, but it was definitely an integral part in us buying properties. It was either two or four yeah. out of six. Yeah, and so what we did, our, um, what we did was send mail and then... We had a text campaign set up on the back end. Yeah. And, and it just said, hey, we sent you a letter. Yeah. You know, we, we're still interested. And and it worked. I mean, I, so with the mail counts being up and more people getting coaching in this industry, you got to have something like that. So, yeah. So you, the, the question to me on that is how do you how do you automate it? What do you dial it in to do it? And that that to me, I think, is the next big thing and the next shift, because the whole goal of any investor is any land or real estate investor. Let me say not investors in general, because investors is a big term. But any real estate investors, how many deals can you look at with a qualified lead coming at you? Like, how many of those deals can you, you choose from? It's a lot better to have them, them making a deal work versus having three or four to pick which one the best one to put your money is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if I had to take a look at the um, land niche, investing niche as a whole while we're sitting here talking, like uh-huh. as a whole, what the next big thing will be is a way to get more deals in front of your face. I think, I think more deals. I said, I, here's, here's my top, I'm going to, I'm going to name my top three. Somebody out here is going to solve these and then they're going to be a kajillionaire. And then hopefully they'll be friends with me and at least let me have a trial run on it is going to be how to look at more deals. So what is that? Was that inbound to build your inbound pipeline? Is it the marketing piece to that? Is it a direct mail combo of postcard letter text or is it letter, letter text? Is it, you know, what, what does that look like in that sequence and how is it automated? Um, secondly, is how to distinguish automate, uh, automated, how to get rid of properties that do not have access. Just think if you didn't have to, if you, if you didn't mail any properties that weren't landlocked, 
Now, there's some of you are going to be like, oh, I bought a landlocked property. I made so-and-so money. Majority of my business, I, I'm so uber conservative on access. I only want to know access stuff. So how can I do that? Now, I know how I can do it now, and, and we're doing that in, in, in some parts. How do I automate it? Oh, you mean just mailing good properties? Just mailing good properties. Gotcha. How do I know that automate? How do I hit click only good properties on my list? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's easy to do if you got nothing but time. Take yeah. your entire list and run them all yeah, through. Yeah. Right, so, right, right. so, so it's either going to be me or I hire it out. That's a meaningless yeah. task. I can hire somebody and pay them for every time to do it. Check yes or no. Is it on access or not? Yeah. From that is the utility piece. Land intelligence has already talked to us about that some where they can turn on the maps, but they're, they're not nationwide yet. I want to be nationwide. Like, how do I do that? Those are my top three, you know, it, and outside of that is going to be money, cheaper money, faster money. But those top three, you know, the, the inbound sequence, looking at my properties and automating what has access and what doesn't um, before I've sent the letter. And then um, the utility piece. I think those three things are what's next. I think needs to happen next. And I don't, I don't know how to do that. I think those will be really good, really good ideas. Um, we all know that there's wasted mail and time and all that on bad properties. Yeah, well, that's your job as a, a business owner is to determine how to cut waste. Yeah. What's what's your biggest waste right now? It's the mail to an unqualified property. Then it's second to that is a mail to unqualified buyer, like a buyer that, or seller that's not going to sell to you. Mm-hmm. So how do you get rid of that? We don't have that answer immediately. Well, well, a quick way, an automated way. Well, there, I think that's why somebody mails a certain way. You, yeah. you know, early on, um, you know, five six years ago, before we all got hip to the idea that somebody was making money off our data and off our mail and just just taking advantage of the ideas, like, oh yeah, send all the mail you can, send it to everybody, just mail everybody, spray and spray. The then we said, wait a second, I'm not buying anybody that lives next door to the property, so how do I get rid of that? And so you would take that. And then you said, hey, I'm just going to mail out of state or out of county. Or, you, hey, they, they didn't buy the property yesterday. Or I looked through. So we do that on our data already It's at, to, to adjust for that avatar. But can you get more finite than that? Yeah, I like that. And then before you know it, you got so much land money going on, you got to start looking for other things to buy. Agreed. <laughs> other Agreed. places to put it. I, uh, Maybe buy the next JL bar. <laughs> oh, there is no way that place turns a profit, dude. <laughs> I don't, I don't see it. Well, well, okay. So I will say this, um, Sarah and the girls were at, having coffee uh-huh. and uh, there was a lady in there just having her coffee while her, uh, son and husband were out shooting. Okay. And, uh, they killed one deer and someone else killed another deer and they praised it as a thousand bucks a point. And her son shot a 16 point. And someone else shot another, a very similar one. So just in the two hours they were having coffee, that place made over 30 grand. Man, I still don't think it turns a profit. <laughs> like I, I, I just the upkeep and the raising of that animal. Because that animal was raised from that. It was mm-hmm. raised for that. Yeah. It's a genetic. It, 16 point is not a deer you just go see. It's not going to be walking through Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> it's That's a high fence escapee. It was bred for that, yeah. which there's no telling how much they paid for that deer. I'd say they probably paid $2,500 or $3,000 to get that deer to that point. I get what you're saying. The archer's nest on its own, it, it was beautiful. What does it cost for something like that? Yeah, I don't really know. But they're making a whole lot more money than just the, what we paid for the rooms. No, I get that. I get that. <laughs> I, I understand the high fence philosophy there. And I, I they're probably breeding out some of their trophy deers, and they got genetics and stuff going like that. I still don't know that it turns a profit, though. May not have to. Maybe one of his write-offs. I mean, maybe it, the thirteen little baby 13,000-acre doesn't compare to the one they said he lived on, a 19,000-acre ranch. Yeah. 
30 minutes away, 45 I, minutes away. I uh, And then he owned the record label. You're like, oh, yeah, the, those uh, platinum records right there. Yeah, that's the label he owns. <laughs> what? <laughs> I did want to say, like, I found this very cool talking to one of the employees. There was this bartender there that just, like, took care of all the girls, like, whatever they need. Y'all need yeah. a new baby? I got your baby. He's like, you just <laughs> yeah. go find one. Yeah, right? Jesus, he's stealing babies for everybody. <laughs> uh, he said one of the greatest things about working at the JL bar, and I'm going to just assume he – wasn't lying. Yeah. Besides all the benefits and whatnot, you get a free house. Like everyone. You, yeah. Gets, they have the they have the camp uh, for the ranch hands. So right. if you if you not just the ranch. Well, yeah, 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 yeah the employees. Yeah, I mean yeah. the ran- the people that work yeah. at the ranch. Yeah, that you you are are the lady. The last night said she she slept there when she was she lived in Sonora. She had a house in Odessa and she would sleep there if she didn't feel like going home. She said sometimes I stay two or three nights, sometimes I don't. But you can live here full time if you want. Yeah. You work there. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was the cool thing about that. So I did more research on him because I was on, on the guy that owns it, just because I was curious. Because every employee had such high, they, they spoke about him in high regards, and I mm-hmm. think that's that's a testament to true character. What people say when you're not around, mm-hmm. and everybody had the same story, whether they worked there for him or they were just people from around town. And um, you know, so I looked at some of the foundations that he had started, and just the the kind of the trajectory of where he was at. One thing I found was really interesting to me is that his on the board of directors for their foundation it was it was his wife and him and then a, a guy that used to be an attorney for the FBI and that was I thought that was interesting to me and I don't know why I found it so interesting in a in a foundation where all you do is donate but you have an attorney for the FBI in there so I wonder if that's almost like a a, a like a, a retired attorney for the FBI so it was a so if that's just a and I maybe he he was an FBI agent that was an attorney. Oh, that's pretty common, I think. Is it yeah. okay? Had a, uh, they were, I've read that are they used to recruit out of law schools. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I thought I just I just found that and I was like, well, maybe that's his way of keeping it honest. Where hey, if you have something, this guy's the guy. Like he's gonna know if I'm doing something bad, and he's under oath. He's gonna have to he's gonna have to wrap me out, or he knows the ways <laughs> around it. And this guy's just really smart. So. I just thought that was interesting to me. It it, it came across, but you know, I, everyone's so, story was so great about him all the time. It makes you think, like in your hiring class, you have yeah. to memorize this. If yeah. anyone says anything about <laughs> Mr. Bar, this yeah. is what your response if, is, Mr. Archer. If Mr. Oh, yeah. yeah, so here's your spill. You get ten bullet points. You can use five of them in a conversation. <laughs> Remember your five out of ten. No, that's it's. I, I, but like you said, the jail bar was beautiful. Um, it was cool to see all the people there. And it does, like when you come back from a weekend like that, you are motivated into finding what is that next big thing, especially if it's the five-hour drive back and you're looking at all the stuff and you're like, oh, man, that could be it. That could be it. Whether it's a subdivide, it's, uh, you know, a you working on your next project that's a piece of, um, you know, a tool for the niche, or if it's you taking the cash you made in a niche and moving it into something else. Like, I mean, you've perfect example of that as of late. You went on a little buying spree this last couple months, and mm-hmm. you've jumped into some stuff you wanted to try for a while. Yeah. Yeah, about that e-com business and about some ATMs, and it took a minute. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna add some stuff to our YouTube channel about it. But I okay, bought that e-com business. It took a minute to pop off, but when it popped off, dude, <laughs> some of the stuff that y'all been doing, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I want to, but then I'm like, I just, I'm just, I'm at a point where I'm like, man, I'm gonna let him go a couple months, and then if it works, I'm calling old, calling old. Yeah. Uh, that company up and saying, yeah. "Hey, here if we go." It, if it works, if it maintains, I'm calling everyone I know because I have an affiliate link. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he's just gonna hit me with the affiliate link. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Oh, it doesn't. Can I get a discount? No. Well, maybe if you. Oh, no, you I, I like think, you rebate it back to me? Like I think I said, the affiliate code as a Casual Friday is what I think. 
Oh, I think. Okay. I have okay. to recheck, but I think I did that. Oh, so maybe I get half that. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the ATM business I'm really excited about. I'm like really excited. I just, God, there's just so much I don't know about it. And so far it has been a learning lesson. Yeah. So tell us, tell us some of this. How, how much time we got left? Um, we can save that for the next show. Yeah, Let's just do yeah. that. Let's okay. just save that for the next show. We've talked a lot about the next new thing. Next week, you'll hear about Adam's ATM <laughs> ATM woes and going through that business. I know you like land, but we can talk about this other stuff because, hey, you're listening to our journey. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And then, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of people who start making money and want to do something different do something with different. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be cool. But <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll do that, and um, I guess that's it for now. Yeah, man. Okay, well, that's it then. Uh, as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.